0: The annual orthopedic meeting is happening. That's April 3rd and 4th. What what is this? This is the annual meeting of the Academy of Orthopedic Physical Therapists, the largest component of the APTA. Yeah, that component. It's happening April 3rd and 4th, Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport in the Mall of America Hotel. So get up there to Minnesota. Why? Well, they're highlighting the orthopedic and vestibular factors affecting patients with concussion injuries, interconnection of head and neck complex, relationship between neck and shoulder in rehab, lab breakouts focused on skill acquisition and wrapping up each day with a panel discussion with your featured speakers. Find out more information now at orthopt.org Don't miss this. If you're looking to get an edge as an orthophysical therapist this is what you need to be at. Orthopt.org
1: The most undervalued, most misunderstood, most misunderstood position in your business practice clinic is your front desk and they will return the largest ROI for you. So rather than what does it take to walk? down. Own that first and then start changing the conversation like we did in this
0: podcast. Uh, You're in for a treat. This one, if you got kids and you're playing it on a speaker, maybe uh, earmuff it, right? So they say in old school earmuffs, right? Jerry Durham on the show, never shy and if we tried to bleep out all his curse words, well, it would just sound like Swiss cheese. So we're going to let it rip. This one is going to be a little explicit. It's because Jerry's um passionate. That's the word we'll use. Just motivated about, really, I guess if you summed up Jerry, motivated by the client experience. And uh, we get into the new ventures, really why he's motivated by this. And then during the show, we really walk through kind of his like 10 point script of how the first phone call, the first phone call into your clinic, no matter what setting, needs to go to create a relationship, not book an appointment, not. that. So you're going to get why I'm making the difference there. Not book an appointment. We need you to begin a relationship. And we reference dating. Yeah. Jerry asks me out on a date. It'll make sense. Just take a listen. Episode brought to you by our friends at Owens Recovery Science. They're a single source. One stop solves everything. If you're looking for certification, education, research, all of it, the blood flow restriction rehabilitation training. If you've heard about it and you want to find out more, Johnny Owens and his team at Owens Recovery Science, they're the location to go to. Number one stop. You can get certified there with Johnny and his team teaching courses around the country, around the world major sports NCAA athletes working in clinics big and small add this to your toolbox now owensrecoveryscience.com plus the equipment you need to apply it properly in clinical practice the website owensrecoveryscience.com and Johnny's got his new podcast on iTunes take a listen to that as he gets deep in conversation about BFR again owensrecoveryscience.com
2: broadcasting to physical therapists around the world heard in over 135 countries with more than 1 million downloads and counting this is this is the PT Pinecast. The best conversations happen at happy hour. Welcome to ours. May I introduce... Please allow me to introduce you to... Here's your host, physical therapist, Jimmy McKay.
0: Hello, hello. How we doing, man? Well, everything's going really well, dude.
1: I was really uh, grateful and thankful for that message you sent. I was like, you know, I hope it will help you in ways, but I was like, this could be a huge benefit for me. So I'm thankful for that. Yeah,
0: Thank well, you. I think I think you have a lot to say on social media. I'm thing. About social media, that's great. It's it's fast. It's in the moment. It's conversational. And then the drawback, especially with Twitter, is like once that conversation happens, it just kind of goes away. You know what I mean? Like you, it's it just goes On, beyond and the It's scroll. impossible.
1: It's impossible to find shit and anymore. Good luck, dude. yeah. It's hard. I used to be able to. Uh, I used to be able to find shit all the time. Now, you know what I do now? Literally, dude, which is unreal. I take screenshots of shit I want to go back to, which means I've now created another platform, though. So to your point, no one else is doing that. Dude. Yeah, you know. Yeah.
0: So what are you into right now? Let's talk about what's on your stack of yeah. books because whenever you're doing a Facebook live, if people don't follow you online, here's what I notice because I I usually just kind of click and I just listen and I walk around the house and do whatever right. and I listen. Right. But what I always notice the, the constant thing is the stack of books in the back right corner <laughs> of your screen always changes. Always so getting bigger.
1: Yeah, you know it's uh, it's you know it's fun and has had the most impact on me in the last two months. I read the Flea kind of memoir. (laughs) It was his first book. Yeah, dude. You know what I bought yesterday? I bought Not Afraid, The Evolution of Eminem. And it's actually kind of a follow-up to the uh, first book this guy wrote like 10 years ago on Eminem. That's cool. And what I'm so interested about, Flea gave, so my Beastie Boys went into Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, seems like forever ago. I literally bought tickets and planned everything without looking at who else was going to go in until like a month before
0: Mm
1: -hmm. chili Chili peppers and guns N' roses went on, went into the rock and roll hall of fame the same night as my beast was. So it was an epic night. The thing that uh, jumped out and the reason I share that with you is please like three minutes of talking on stage was so impactful to Mm -hmm. me that when I saw that memoir, it really comes through in the book. And it's a it's just a story about being in the moment, trusting the process, being part of the process, thinking about people around you, and fucking going forward. Right. So, so that's why I'm engaged in that book. I'm I assume I'm going to read a lot of that in the Eminem book. That's what I think I'm going to see about it. Is staying, staying true. Yet, you know, I posted a great a couple great quotes from that plea book about. It just, it's always gotta be about the purpose and come from a place of good. So, and this doubles back to my books and everything. Every one of these fucking books is a business book, dude. There's not, and I'm looking at them right now. There's not one PT book, anything you could call PT in that whole pile. And here is the common theme that I bring forward from all my books is a consistent and almost pathological focus on your client, your customer. And what I believe I've done and what you should hear consistently in all my stories is a focus on the patient and especially over the last month or so it's i the last one i did it was like you can have business success without patient success but it's probably not going to be you're not getting it for the reasons you believe so i actually said this uh you know a lot of in-network clinics out there have created awesome billing companies and they set out to put the patient first and they got so locked up and so keyed in on the billing side. They actually have created a billing company and the, the client and customers are a secondary issue because really the first customer is the insurance, the billing company and everything like that. And it's reflected in their company. And I'm like, and I love saying this dude, I always say, and that's okay if you know that's what you created and you own it. Yet in my experience, what I see is people claiming they're putting patients first in a lot of these businesses. So there, this is just an example of not focusing on the client. Yet, true, true business success, which leads to personal success, comes through taking care of that client, customer, patient.
0: Is is it convoluted? Is that the the biggest up? I mean, not to make a villain in this story, but is it the yeah, convoluted but, way of who the who we're who we're serving? Is it the is it the, the payer? I guess, but ultimately, the payer yeah, is always yeah, the it's, client. It's really
1: because no matter how much, you know, and I've been in this 25 years, no matter how much we want to talk about cash pay or out of pocket or out of network pay, the bulk of our world is still hugely right. Right. Insurance based in network. Do you take my insurance? So yes, no, I I would hear the villain is the person who allows themselves to get caught up into the insurance billing game and not focusing on the patient. So I don't blame just like I don't I've shared this publicly with some people Like Graham Sessions, um, the one in San Diego, right? Mm -hmm. Everybody wants to blame the platform, right? You know, oh, Facebook's to blame for Trump being president. I'm like, wait a minute. If I saw that same information and didn't vote for Trump, how is the platform to blame for it? Right? Right? It's the it's people. It's people. It's people. It's people. And Facebook is just a way to get make an influence on a lot more people. But we can't blame a platform that's made out of people. Twitter, Facebook. If we understand the people that are engaging with it, then we'll be successful. So, again, back to it's the owners not understanding their customers. And so, don't blame the EMR, don't blame the insurance company until you set up something that focuses on someone that you can serve and you've set that up. Then we can talk about who to blame. That makes sense? Yeah. No, I follow. I follow that. And so, that, that's really where I'm coming from these days. And so, then, right. Here's something else. It's, this is a little off the track, but to set the context, I'm working with a new branding guy and we're going to be rolling out. So I'm rolling out a new company, hopefully sooner or later. It's going to be called The Client. It's finally, by the way, I know hopefully everybody's sitting out when I tell them this. The days of Jerry Durham PT, the days of you're buying Jerry Durham are gone. I, I, I own that. I rode that wave. I did it because I knew it was all I have. I'm creating a company called The Client Experience Company. So there will be no more Jerry Durham So It'll so, still be me. It'll still be my brand. But now what I'm going to be selling is the client experience.
0: Well, I think you've always been, that's always been what you've been pushing towards. And now you're, you're saying literally with a stamp, this is what it is. So what's what's the log line? You know, if the client experience company was a movie you wanted to get produced and you walked in the room with the, the people with the checks, what would you say? You know, what would you, what would you say to get them to say, great, let's publish this movie?
1: So it's, uh, well... Well, I'm going to get too far into the weeds. I, I, I'm not good at that part. You just ask. You know, here it is. Every, everything I just told you, if you want a successful healthcare practice, you've got to understand your client's life cycle. Plain and simple, right? And the sooner you do that, the more successful you will be.
0: That's If it. you continue... Okay, good. That's right? Good. I mean, you just... That,
1: that's it, dude. And that,
0: that's truly what it is. That, that's truly what it is. Right? I was reading uh, Building a Story Brand. Uh, have you read that one? You got it, Yeah. Dude. Oh, and, and what that. you did was... I have
1: not read it, but no. I've used it. Now, mind you, I'm using it. I've worked with people who have read it, so yeah. I'm kind of letting other
0: people pull yeah. me along on it, you identified who the hero was and what the problem was, right? And then you yeah. said, listen, yeah. here, here, I have the path to either success and without me, there's failure. That's every movie, right? Luke wants uh, yeah. to know where he fits in the universe. He you wants to it. defeat the Death Star. Uh, if he doesn't actually follow Obi-Wan's advice, uh, failure. If he does, he blows up the Death Star. The end. But we, we hang in peril when we go, I don't know, he might lose. But that's the thing. You right. might lose if you don't pay attention to the customer experience. And we know that.
1: Yeah." correct all that and you know what else I like again as this whole thing as I'm looking at story brand because I'm I'm currently this is a little bit this is probably on the DL I just shared it one-off but I'm currently working on creating a new clinic and by clinic is that is a broad stroke with someone and we're using the story brand Good. and what I'm seeing is this what I'm seeing is this consistency so we have the business our clinic on there and then I did my personal stuff on there and I'm like You know, you step back and you read all this, and I get it, and they're different customers and different then and that, but what we're doing in the clinic and what I'm doing is this, what I love is this whole Sherpa analogy. Nobody's ever seen a picture of a Sherpa on top of Mount Everest. Nobody has ever um, asked the Sherpa's name. Um, The Sherpa has never asked to be in the picture. The Sherpa has never said, where's the movie about me? Yet, nobody knows the mountain better. Nobody's been to the top more, right? Nobody's... By the way, it's funny. Whenever you hear about people dying on a mountain, they never talk about the Sherpa who may or may not have died. Really? The whole fucking kick a boodle. So I want to be this kind of, I'll take you by the hand and lead you along so you can have the success that you've always envisioned. I've been at least to the top of ma- the mountain. I've fallen down many times, right? I've helped others to the top of the mountain. So why not just let me lead you back up?
0: You haven't read Building a Story Brand, but you've sent you you've just encapsulated it there with your Sherpa uh, analogy. Yeah, That's exactly so I really it. like that. That's exactly yeah. it. I mean that that couldn't have been drawn up. I can hear the author's voice because I listen listen to his podcast too, Donald Miller. Uh, that's cool. it. That's the story. Frame everything around that, but then, but then also don't frame it. Right. I feel like Jerry would add, right. you need to structure your organization. So it is actually about that experience and not a billing company. You got it. And so, um, so, so that's what we're double back
1: to, you know, what's going on. That's really when the Facebook lives, I mean, everybody knows some of those things have been like, wake up and go, what am I going to do? Yep, yeah, that That's what I'm doing. The the last three connected very well. I'm gonna go off on something tomorrow that uh, I did during the week for a new customer. Dude, I was so excited. I helped someone create an ad for a front desk person. And what I was most excited about was the subject line. Yeah, what was if, it? If you do not want to have, mind you, this is gonna be posted on Indeed under front desk or admin for front desk for healthcare practice. If you do not want to help people get better, do not apply.
0: It's brilliant. I uh, I held a contest. We had a relationship when I was running a radio station in Northeast Pennsylvania. We had a relationship with the local like um, entertainment newspaper. You know, weekly came out, told yeah. you what concerts were coming out, whatever bars were having promotions and stuff like that. They gave me a centerfold ad, full color, no 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 cost. They said I can put anything in there. I wanted in there, so I held a contest for like um, a part time radio DJ because every once in a while you got to have people on your bench to be able to build your team. And the right. advertisement was paying state minimum wage, nights, weekends, and holidays, no free tickets, no free beer. You have to carry all the radio station's equipment. And we had 100 people. But, but you get to work for this radio station. And if you don't love rock, do not apply. And we, uh, we actually printed a script of like tongue twisters, just like a random thing that we said, you have to record yourself reading this. Uh, videotape right. yourself and that's then send it awesome. and we still had people apply but here's the thing we weeded out the we weeded out the the hard nose just by saying this is the crappiest You're job okay. ever if this isn't perfect for you don't show up i don't want you
1: that that's exactly what i told uh ryan and clay his brother clay i'm like look i said you know the upside is only the people who want this will apply He goes yeah i go you know what the biggest benefit is the people who don't want
0: to do the work aren't yeah. going to waste your time. They're not going to waste your time and that's not who you want to do it. So, so, so talk to me about the timeline. Like what is this going to look like and when's it going to launch? When can people kind of dip their toe and, and take, a, take a look at the, the client experience company? I've got
1: my first meeting with the website guy on Wednesday. Good. So the hope is to have a, a page up because I got someone working on the logo and all that stuff is to have the page up with it. It's got to be up by like March 30th. Because I, check this out, dude, this all fits together too. I am working on a deal to go speak to the Chamber of Commerce in Monroe, Louisiana, of which you should go, what the fuck? Yeah. And then I'll say, well, here's the short version of it. Some guy tried to get me down there to speak to PTs. We busted our asses. No one wanted to come. So we let it go. And I said, Michael, thanks for your help. Said, no big deal, you know. One day I pick up my phone and it's Michael saying, hey, Jerry, would you be willing to speak for the Chamber of Commerce at Monroe? I got a great connection there. And I flew your name by him and your content. And he said, it sounded just interesting. And you know me, I just replied and said, sure. Yeah. I then did my research. Well, the fucking chamber down there is serious, dude. They have 77 members under the healthcare tab. So I was like, this is actually between you and me. Be far better than showing up at any PPS event. Right. That is scheduled for. Yeah, that's scheduled for right now. Tentatively, we get we got a hard set it, but it's set. It's scheduled for the first weekend in April. So the website I yeah, want to get it up like, yeah. the day before I leave. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, at least a place to go and collect some emails. Right. And night. You know, the only intent that first thing is to collect emails. Let's say you someone see the name. Let them see my little, right? What problems am I solving, you know? What of your problems am I solving for you? And that's all I want them to see. If you want to stay in touch, stay here. I'll probably throw one free fucking download on there, some kind of lead, right, like lead, lead magnet, but just something free for you. But otherwise, have that and uh, that's about it. That's so great. then the PPS, PPS in, is the end of October
0: this year. That's like full-blown, website up, products, everything up there. Right. That's good. Looking forward to that.
2: This is the PT Pinecast.
0: NewStep created the first product of its kind 25 years ago. That was the NewStep recumbent cross trainer. Now it's a mainstay in rehab with physical therapists worldwide. NewStep now continues its tradition of innovation with the NewStep Transit, another innovation in recumbent cross trainers for physical therapists, delivering real time biofeedback with this piece of equipment, letting you use it in meaningful ways for awareness of physical performance, uh, goals, identifying and correcting deficits or imbalances. Take a test drive or find out more at newstep.com. That's n u dot Online at newstep.com.
2: And we're back. Let's get back to the show.
0: Jerry Durham yep. on the phone with us uh, talking about this uh, this new launch, this new endeavor. Looking forward to be up in, in the spring, the, uh, the client experience company. I like that name. I wanted to walk... I wanted you to walk the audience through kind of what goes through your head of what should and should not come out of someone's mouth or be in the conversation when someone calls your PT clinic. I know the first question should never be, you know, you're saying, do you take my insurance? That's what you, but you have strategies around that because that is the first thing out of people's mouths. So kind of walk me through it because when you do this, it makes complete sense.
1: Here's what I've learned over the years of answering these calls and doing the secret callers. So I've been on both sides of the phone. For I'm going to say I've answered over a thousand calls of new patients, wow. and um, had these conversations. I have then um, probably done to this day maybe 200 secret callers, of which I keep adding on to every month. I did it. We need to know the payer source. The problem is you can't turn it into the opening of a conversation because I'm going to tell you right now, the more I do it, some days I have to set the phone down and just like lay down and take a deep breath. And it's not because I'm like bummed about anything, but when you think about it, I call and say, my name's so-and-so, by the way, it's a, might be a member of my favorite rock group or my favorite (laughs) rap group, hip hop group. Um, I say their name and I say I have low back pain and I want to get scheduled for physical
0: therapy. And that's, that's, that's your standard intro.
1: That's it, dude. Dude, I, I, As God is my witness, 110% of the time, that's how I start the okay. conversation. This is and the secret tell call. People, yeah, this is the secret caller. And I say, look, forget the difficult. Everybody wants the difficult customer. I said, you got to be able to handle the 80% of the people walk through the door. I'm not worried about the 20%. The, the 20% is irrelevant. If you can't handle the 80%, the, who cares? So I always lead with that. And what's interesting is people think I take everybody down this path. I'm like, no, I answer the questions that are asked of me as actually someone who has scheduled physical therapy before. So I've been a patient before. I say, I'd let them take me down the path. And what I found in my time of answering the phone is people, no matter. And by the way, this doesn't matter how educated city, rural, it doesn't matter. This is the same everywhere. People will answer the question asked of them. It's that simple. And rarely, in healthcare, which is weird as heck if you reflect on it, people will not offer offer up more information because they're unsure, there's uncertainty there of where you want to go with this and what you need from them. So they will answer what you ask. So I I did a rash of calls at the end of last year. I mean just a bulk of calls. And I ran into I ran into the same thing. By the eighty-five percent of the calls, no, ninety percent of the calls. By the third question, it had asked me, what is your insurance? Now, mind you, I called to say, my name's so-and-so. I have low back pain. I want to schedule physical therapy. So no acknowledgement of why I called. No glad I was called, but made sure to ask me what my insurance was. Nor did I say I I really wanted to pay. So if I met you, let's use the dating analogy. This is my favorite. In this day and age, we could probably say you and I were going on a date, Jimmy. I think everybody would be okay. Tonight. And we meet for our first date. Right. I, I have an opportunity here. If if, if if we agreed to go on a first date, there was something there. I meet you and right off, right, It's we have eyes for a reason. There's some attraction there, Sit down, and I'm thinking, that this is going to go well. We start a little chit-chat, and I'm like, this is pretty cool. I now have an opportunity to talk all about me or all about you. Yeah. Now, this is what's interesting. The way to sell me is to allow you to speak about yourself. Yeah, agreed. So I am going to make sure, and this is what I do with my clients. We don't change the script. I just change the way you ask the questions you need to ask. So when, when a guy named Mike calls and he has a little back pain and wants to get scheduled for physical therapy, the single most important thing you can do first is acknowledge what you hear. Hello, Mike. My name's Jerry, in case you missed it. I'm glad you called us here today at ABC Physical Therapy because we can definitely help you with that low back pain. And yes, I can get you scheduled at the end of this call. Boom. That right there, if if everybody just started doing that tomorrow, you'll see a better phone call. Guaranteed. I then, because he did not state how he wanted to pay, I'm going to bring it up at about step 10 of my 10-point list. Okay? okay, Or sorry, step eight. Sorry, step eight. Is going to be how do you want to pay for this? Not do you have insurance? Not do you have cash in your pocket? I'm going because he did not say how he wanted to pay. And if he doesn't bring it up, then why should I assume he wants to use
0: insurance? Right.
1: So I'm going to say, so Mike, here's what I would like to do. I would like to get some information from you to learn more about why you are calling about physical therapy with us for this low back pain because I want to make sure that we here at ABC Physical Therapy are the right fit for you. And so now Mike gets to tell me what he wants to do. So Mike has full control of this conversation, but he doesn't realize you just gave him control. So Mike says, sure. Right? This happens at least 85% of the time. Sure. I'm happy to share my story. While I'm getting his story, I'm I'm achieving probably about three things. A, I'm getting the data I need, his doctor, how long it's been going on, his expectations, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, which is huge. So I'm going to gather all this information. I'm also building trust, which is huge. This alliance we talk about.
0: You're on a date Some right now. Trust. You're saying, tell me about you. I want to hear about you. We got it.
1: And we all know. Remember, first date. Hey, tell me more about you. Tell me more about you. And then you share. And we get to the end of all this. Now, the, another goal you're achieving during this story is I get to insert the value of ABC physical therapy into the story. So now when Mike reflects back on his story, he's going to see how we fit in his story. Now, here's another huge, I want to go off just a little bit. Here's another huge takeaway from my secret callers. When people schedule me for physical therapy next Thursday at 1030 for my low back pain, there's no value there. You gave me no reason to stay. You gave me no reason to arrive. You gave me no reason not to call the next clinic. If I share my story with you and you insert your value into my story and I hang up, I go, that's the right place. I don't need to call anyone else. They've taken care of me and they're going to take care of me. There's such a huge win with this simple approach. And then at the end of that, I say, and we get them scheduled. I say, so Mike, um, you haven't mentioned yet, but I'm wondering how do you want to pay for this physical therapy? And there's always dead air. There is, will be dead air as sure, sure as the sun comes up. Because Mike's used to, everybody asking him for his insurance. Mm-hmm. And then most of the time, because this is the way we work here, people will say, you do take my insurance, don't you? And you go say, yeah, Mike, we do. Now we have the cost conversation. Now we have the, I didn't get to you your benefits conversation. But why would I lead with that when Mike said, I have low back pain and I want to get scheduled, right? I'm just doing what Mike wants me to do while, while I sell my value, while I give them social proof, individual proof, build trust, manage and set his expectations, decrease uncertainty, decrease doubt, decrease fear, and set my provider up for success for a what? Complete plan.
0: If you called like the Ritz-Carlton and you wanted to go on a spa weekend and their first question or second question or third question was, what's your credit card number? That would not feel like an experience.
1: No, and it would become so, tra- by the way, it would become so transactional, and this is what's interesting, you get a room full of owners, right, and I've done this before, and I say, how many of you want to turn physical therapy into a transaction, right? right. Nobody will raise their sure. hand and say, but when your front desk asks me how I want to pay for it, they've made it a transaction. When they schedule me for physical therapy, they've made it a transaction, because why? Biggest physical therapy is now grouped up into everything and now it's a race to the bottom. Yeah, Give me something to value. Oh, Jerry, you hurt your back. So let's go back. Mike, yes, I hurt my back at CrossFit. Oh, that's unfortunate, Mike. Right? So have you been going back to CrossFit? Not at all. Oh, Mike, I want to be able to share this information with your physical therapist, Dr. Jimmy McKay. Boom. Now we got the expert involved. So we can go deeper and deeper here. The the
0: person on the other end of the phone is now picturing, oh, there's a person there for me. Someone's waiting for me. Yeah, there for me,
1: right? And by the way, Mike, Dr. Jimmy and McKay has helped a lot of people at CrossFit. Ah, this is about me again. You can see the success. I want to get back to CrossFit, right? Yeah. So we're building goals. And mind you, everybody freaks out. It's going to take longer. The phone call is going to take longer. You know what I've learned? Everybody is wasting everybody's time like a mother out there. Don't worry about it taking longer. Here's the word I say your phone calls will become far more efficient, and the ROI on your phone call will be exponential.
0: Right. What's the goal? I mean, really, what you're saying is and framing the goal of the phone ringing is not so you can pick it up, give information, and put it down. They can get basic information in 2020 from a website. You have an opportunity to build a
1: relationship. Yeah, and thanks for saying that. So in this part of the patient life cycle, the goal of the first phone call, number two goals of the first phone call. Number one is to start to build a relationship that will last throughout their entire life cycle. Here's a little interesting caveat. Their life cycle with your company may end when you hang the phone up. So how do you want that experience to go? So if you've mapped it out and practice it and script, say scripted, but really it's a checklist, and scripted it out the way I said, and that person doesn't schedule, they still had a great experience with your company. Yeah. All
0: right, so what's number two? Of starting a relationship is number one in terms of goals of the first phone call, what's number two?
1: Being a problem solver, Yeah. which gets back to, we get away from this, we get away from this, get people scheduled mentality. Being a problem solver, by the way, you may end up scheduling a boatload of people. Sure. But. And I don't like but, so I'm gonna say but you're gonna find out not everybody should be scheduled. Right. And you, the front desk person, will now be managing and putting people on the schedule who will arrive, pay, stay, so complete a plan of care, and do your marketing for you. A little different than getting people scheduled.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess that's that's that goes back to uh, that ad that you shared. If your goal is not helping people, Don't apply because you have to have the right mindset, right? Because that person is probably doing some other things. And as you said, the resistance is, well, my calls are going to take a lot longer. Yeah, but they're going to deliver a lot more. So, you know, you can't just, you know, you can't just ring a bell and hope the phone to ring. So that phone ringing, opportunity is knocking, take advantage, but speed is not, you don't want to rush through this. This is a relationship. You don't rush through a first date. You take your time.
1: Yeah, back to that first date analogy. So if you want the second, third, fourth date, right, you got to set it up on the first date. And that's, that's exactly what we're doing. And I don't know, to me, and, and I believe this is true when I talk to people, get people scheduled sounds like a one, one-off thing. And when you say no, build a relationship and, and, um, and be a problem solver, we're talking about making sure they're on the schedule with the right person at the right place to complete a plan of care.
0: Well said. Um, this is just the taste, man. We're giving this away for free right now to the audience. A lot more behind the scenes, but uh, I like how you frame it. Uh, you know, I, I, I suggest people, whenever I find out they're opening a clinic or going out on their own, they follow you on Twitter, and that's at Jerry underscore Durham PT or Instagram at Jerry Durham PT no underscore. And that website is is coming out. Right now it's Jerry Durham uh, got it. but it will be do you have the URL or you're gonna you know redirect them from Jerry Durham PT to, to whatever's new?
1: Well, either way, it, it's going to be uh, clientexperiencecompany.com. Um, it is all spelled out, and uh, I may try to shorten it up eventually, but right now it's just clientexperiencecompany. And it's going to be, you know, again, I, I like to call, in our world, even in, again, I, I'm helping people in the outpatient setting, so it doesn't matter, uh, pediatrics, orthopedic, neuro, hospital-based, cash-based, mobile-based, it doesn't matter. In my world, I call all those people clients. Yeah. So that's why the client experience company, and you know, there'll probably be a patient experience page you can go to if you're more comfortable with that. But patients are patients are impatients in my world, you know. And I get it. There's a lot of people doing work there, and that's the appropriate use of the word patient. But I like to call it client, and um, I think it just makes us take a step back and not believe people are so passive and everything. So
0: okay, I like that. Yeah. Uh, looking forward to that. We'll have you back on. I think we're going to try to get you on, you know, maybe like every other month. So if we're recording now in February, we're going to have you back on in April and that we'll have a lot more to talk about. Cause your goal is launched by April.
1: Uh, yeah, that website, uh, better be up by the, uh, by the beginning of April. So the next time everybody hears from me, they, uh, will have it here. I'll just say we'll have a place to go. That's perfect. Now i tell the website guys. Well, on Wednesday, that we got to be out because I promised it.
0: All right, Jerry, you ready to play three questions right now? Yeah, Let's
2: do it. Okay. on the hot seat with three questions on the PT Pinecast. Uh,
0: three questions brought to you by our friends from Arias Medical Staffing. Uh, they let you take that PT license, and you're free to move about the country with it. Do what you want, which is PT, but your way of delivering that care. Uh, how you want it and where you want it geographically. Uh, if you know the beach in the summer is good and the mountains in the winter, if that's what you want, whatever's whatever's your bag, uh, make it happen. AUREUSmedical.com. It's AUREUSmedical.com. A lot of things pop up like insurance or CEUs or transferring licenses or housing. They've got people for all of those things I just mentioned. So there's your problem. Uh, I know what I want to do is travel PT, but I don't know how because there's lots of steps. They alleviate the steps. They solve them. A-U-R-E-U-S-Medical.com. First question's a where question, Jerry. You got, you got three months, carte blanche. You can go anywhere and do whatever your thing is. Where would you want to go in the country?
1: Where would I go anywhere in the country to do my thing? I would probably, I'm going to tell you, I, I'd stay here in the Northeast, man. Um, I shared this again today. I, I, I like it out here. I like the conversations out here. It's a different vibe than my West Coast vibe. I'm not knocking my West Coast vibe. It's just different, and I'm digging it right now. So I'm still hanging in the Northeast. I prefer it be in the springtime, though, yeah, not no. in winter, if yeah. you're giving me. I'm with okay. you.
0: All right. Well, uh, you can go anywhere uh, with uh, RES and that PT license, kid, you know, lets you do that. So, a u r e u s medical Any information right there. Second question is a what question. Uh, you're always reading and just kind of ingesting information. So, what's something you've watched, listened to, or read recently that really you know inspired or motivated you? We already found out about that uh, the Flea uh, biography. So I'm going to check. Yeah, that well, out. I what talked else?
1: about the Flea. I got. You know, I finally bought a Chick Fil A book. And it's called, I believe it's called Covert Chickens or Chickens Covert. I'm pretty sure it's called Covert Chickens. It is a Chick-fil-A book written by this guy who was the first senior marketing executive for Chick-fil-A and worked for them for 35 years. I highly recommend that to anybody. I have not read any Chick-fil-A books, just for the record.
0: Covert Cows. Did I say Chickens? Well, it says the uh, the title is Covert Cows and Chick-fil-A. Oh, thank
1: you. Thank you. Thank you for looking that up. Yeah, that is the book. And that is, uh, that was a freaking great read. I'm probably going to pick that up. I just finished it last month. I'll probably pick it up again next month and do another pass on it.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, books. That, I that books was- like that, where, where you read it, you get a lot out of it, and you say you're – I dog-ear those pages a lot. And I'm like, ooh, I want to come back to this, right, underline stuff and highlight stuff. I'm like, this is cool. I like this. All right, Covert Cows. I like that. Uh, last uh, question on three questions is a who question. Who's someone you think the audience should know more about?
1: Mike Eisenhardt, Uh When you think about the future this audience here, when you think about the future of physical therapy and where we're headed, again – regardless of what you're doing right now, inpatient, outpatient, just doesn't matter. You need to you need to know more about Mike Eisenhart and his out of the traditional box of where physical therapy it's thinking because he has created what I believe is the coming future of physical therapy.
0: So, yeah, if you want to follow Mike, Mike it's Mike. at Mike Eisenhart on Twitter. That's uh, Mike, E-I-S-E-N-H-A-R-T. You know what? You're reminding me. I haven't had Mike back on the show in a while. I've got to give him a call too. All right, you're off the hot seat. Yeah, that's that's, uh, that's the three questions from Arius Medical Thank Staffing. You. Again, the solution to your problem if you want to keep moving and doing this PC thing, Arius Medical Staffing. So A-U-R-E-U-S-Medical.com. Uh, last thing we do on the show, Jerry, you, you, you've you been known to drop some quote bombs. Your parting shot. This
2: is The Parting Shot.
0: The Parting Shot is brought to you by Rock Tape. Rock Tape is more than just a tape company. They're a movement company, bringing you not only the world's finest kinesiology tape, but movement courses to help you get your patients moving stronger, longer. Make sure to check out your medical provider pricing right now at rocktape.com slash medical. That's rocktape.com slash medical to get your hands on Rock Tape, Rock Blades, Rock Pods, and Rock. Floss again rocktape.com slash medical that is rocktape.com slash medical. All right, parting shot. Your last chance for kind of a mic drop moment, or what's the what's the thing you like you, you kind of just hammer home whenever you're working with people to get their to get their front desk calls locked down.
1: The most undervalued, most underappreciated, most misunderstood position in your business practice clinic is your front desk and they will return the largest ROI for you. So rather than what does it it take to lock it down own that first and then start changing the conversation like we did in this podcast that's it
0: love it customer first as always make sure that's customer uh first culture we'll have more from jerry throughout the year and looking forward to some big things jerry as you uh, as you open the the new the new experience company thank you jimmy
2: The PT Pinecast is a product of PT Pinecast LLC. It is hosted and produced by PT Pinecast CEO Jim McKay and CBO Sky Donovan from Marymount University. We talk PT, drink beer, and record it. This has been another pour from the PT Pinecast. The PT Pinecast is intended for educational purposes only. No clinical decision making should be based solely on one source. While care is taken to ensure accuracy, factual errors can be present. More on the show at ptpinecast.com.
0: Want to thank Brooks IHL. That's Brooks Rehabilitation Institute of Higher Learning, offering residencies, fellowship education, orthopedics, women's health, geriatrics, neurologic PT, pediatrics, sports. That's an overview of their residencies. Check out what they have to offer at brooksihl.org. World-class educational opportunities to the local and regional community. Check them out, brooksihl.org.